You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today. I think this is actually somebody that a lot of you might know because of the YouTube channel that we are going to discuss, <laughs> but I am going to let them introduce themselves first and let you know where you can find them online. Hi, my name is Benta. I am the Norse Witch on mainly YouTube, but also uh, on other platforms like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. Uh, that I use mainly as shit posting platforms though. Um, so yeah, my, my main platform is uh, YouTube. Uh, I make mainly content on like witchy stuff and Norse paganism because that's like my two main focuses. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know if, if that's important uh, for your listeners. Uh, you can call me by whatever pronouns you like. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. I think a lot of my listeners are familiar with your YouTube channel because I think it has been a really great resource for beginners and also a great introduction into Norse paganism, which I know a lot of people are fascinated with lately. And there hasn't been a ton of you know, great information out there. It's sort of hidden away. So I think a lot of people have found you through that and through that platform. Yeah, that's true. That's true. At least like a lot of uh, a lot of channel, <clears throat> a lot of other like Norse paganism focused channels have kind of like kind of like an entry threshold. Like it, I, I don't think they're that easy to consume for beginners. So I, yeah. I try I try to make everything as easy as possible. <laughs> yeah, I think that is true that uh, they, they sort of start off assuming that, you know, the basics and yeah. there are a lot of basics in Norse paganism. It's a really yeah. um, a tough one. So I'd love to talk about sort of how you got started in witchcraft and how that led to Norse paganism and a, and a successful YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually quite the, uh, I don't know if it's that, that much of a short story, but I, I feel like a lot of people, uh, come to witchcraft and paganism by wanting to get away from Christianity, um, which for me, that was actually not that much the case because I was raised pretty much without any religion. Um, but I just, I just noticed pretty quickly uh, as a teenager that something was kind of missing. So I kind of started dabbling in some religions. Like I, uh, I started dabbling in Christianity because I mean, of course, that's like the, the first thing that you can think of but pretty quickly noticed that that's like not my thing. Then I dabbled in Buddhism, also figured out that that's not my thing. And then kind of kind of stopped practicing any religions or researching any religions at that point, because I didn't even know about any more like fringe religions. I only knew about the big ones and thought like, yeah, none of them are for me apparently. So I'll just stop searching. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then I was an atheist for quite some time uh, until actually for some reason, and I, I, I still, I don't remember why, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty avid YouTube watcher. So I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. And uh, for some reason, at some point, I found a YouTube video by Harmony Nice back when she still made YouTube videos. Um, 
I, I have no clue why, because none of the content I watched was like remotely <laughs> witchy, like <laughs> nothing at all. It was more like com comedy stuff. And then at some point I stumbled upon a, a video of Harmony Nice and uh, like got into the whole sphere of Wicca because back in the days, that's was, that was basically what you what you ended up with yeah yep. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's the case for basically anyone um, yep. <laughs> who got into it like maybe like five to ten years ago everyone started as a Wiccan oh yeah um, yeah so I so I was a solitary Wiccan for quite some time but I yeah I kind of fell into the into the witchcraft and Wicca rabbit hole fairly quickly I started like binge reading books like heavily one book after another uh, the classics, like, I don't know, I think I started with Scott Cunningham, also, like a lot of people did. Uh, also but, classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, pretty, pretty quickly, I, I figured out that um, actually, like, Norse uh, types of, like, Norse paganism and Norse types of magic are quite interesting to me, but it's still, it took me some years to figure out that I am actually a Norse pagan because in the beginning I didn't even want to work with any deities or spirits or anything. So I was going to say that's quite interesting to go from atheism to a whole pantheon of, of deities. That's quite a leap. And yeah, very, that's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear that very often. Yeah, that was quite the change. I feel like uh it was kind of like my like my my the end of my teenage years and the beginning of my 20s where I was just like I was so negative like I was such a nihilist and didn't believe in anything and I thought like the whole world is just shit and uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know and I didn't really believe in anything so yeah I, I, I still think it's quite interesting that I got into Wicca that quickly from like hard atheism right yeah <laughs> Yeah, and then into Norse paganism. Yeah, that's that's quite a leap, but super interesting because I do feel I agree with you that a lot of people leave Christianity and find witchcraft. Um, so it's very interesting that you came from that sort of background where that didn't even happen. You even tried to look into Christianity and decided it wasn't for you, and then went the atheist yeah. route. Um, I, I feel like that's more of an more of a European thing, though, especially like in in Germany, not a lot of people actually grow up Christian nowadays. So, yeah, I feel like in Germany, it's, it's more of a, you, you grow up maybe like a little bit with like, with like a little bit of Christian ideas or something, but not like really Christian, like. <laughs> so were you able to find any community around you once you started either as a Wicca or into Norse paganism, or was that hard because it's just not that common? Yeah, it was it was quite difficult, I have to say. Um, I was pretty, pretty lucky that at least I found an online community pretty quickly because I still remember that uh, Harmony Nice worked together with uh, the Witches and Pagans Amino app, I think, back then. And there was a, uh, a German community there. And then some people started a WhatsApp group. So I jumped into this WhatsApp group pretty, pretty uh, quickly. And I'm actually still in that WhatsApp group with the same people. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, shout out to them uh, because that, that group is re really cool. Um, yeah, so at least I had a, a kind of online community pretty quickly so I could talk about it because like around me, nobody was interested in that. 
like my my then boyfriend gave me a lot of shit for being a witch and being interested in that kind of stuff um but yeah in-person communities in germany are very very hard to find and i already live in one of the biggest cities in germany and it still was quite difficult especially finding a community that is not heavily culturally appropriating um, because that topic kind of isn't really a thing in Germany. It is becoming more of a thing now, I feel like, through TikTok. Um, but <laughs> especially back in the days, that was like, it was not a thing. Like, it was very new agey, um, if you found people. Uh, but I actually did find some people, um, I think over that WhatsApp group, there was uh, actually my now best friend. So shout out to Joss. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they actually knew some other people in my town, so I could meet up with some people. Um, but that group, like, yeah, it, we, we weren't really meeting that regularly. And uh, I feel like most people weren't into it that intensely or like as intensely as I was. Um, so in general, finding, finding groups of like-minded groups of people in Germany is pretty hard. But now I find a coven, so yay. <laughs> Oh, that's really exciting actually yeah and and like like of course uh <laughs> our high priestess who uh like founded the coven uh is from from the u.s so oh. <laughs> i feel like germans germans don't really create covens i don't know we're just i feel like we're a nation of introverts <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do think that witchcraft appeals to a lot of people for that very reason is that you can do something totally on your own and be completely introverted because I I understand that too there are days where I just I, I am very happy to be solitary because I just don't want to <laughs> go yeah. out and interact with with people in the world <laughs> yeah I, I feel that as a as a as an extreme introvert with social anxiety I really feel that um that's also why I was very heavily solitary for the longest time but now that I am in a coven I value that so much because like I, I still want to do my own thing, but being able to practice with other people regularly, it's it's very, very motivating. And like the energy that you can raise with the group is just not comparable to a single person alone. Very true. Is everyone in your coven Norse pagan or do they have different beliefs? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> we are a heavy mix. Oh, we're, we're a heavy mix. Like even even if you look at uh, even if you look at our um, where we where we come from, like we are <laughs> a mix of uh, a person from the U.S., a person from Germany. That's me. A person from Syria, um, and then we have two dedicants at the moment. Uh, one other one other person from Germany, and then one person from Lithuania. So we are very very mixed, and we're all basically into different kinds of stuff. So we have like um a luciferian in the coven we have me who is like very norse and scandinavian inspired then um our high priestess is more into like celtic stuff and like british traditional witchcraft slash wicca um and like the two dedicants are pretty new so i don't think they have that much of a focus yet uh but we are very mixed <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very exciting yeah that is very exciting because i don't find that too often because a lot of covens are Wiccan based here in yeah. the US. So you don't find quite a mix like that. But that's to me, that sounds exciting and fun and that you would be able to learn so much more. 
um, do you have any difficulties when you get together that things are too different, that it makes it hard to sort of combine and combine energies? Or is everybody kind of at least similar enough? You have like at least a base practice to get together on. Um, we haven't had any difficulties yet. Um, like this far, we're, we're all just very chill. So even, even if we have some, some things where we don't really align, uh, even some, some base things with like, I don't know, uh, one person would like to, to place uh, the element of air in the east and another person would like to place it in the south or something. We basically just agree on one way and then practice it like that. Like nobody is that focused on uh, practicing exactly the way that they wanted to. So we can basically just throw everything together. Um, that's the good thing about forming your own coven. You can just create your own tradition. That's very beautiful. That is very beautiful. That's nice. Nice that you were able to, to find that. But yeah. speaking of online community and you mentioned cultural appropriation, I would love to talk about, because I know, I know that this happens to you because we've talked about it. Um, the sometimes hate comments that you get or difficult comments that you get on YouTube when you put Norse anything in the title <laughs> of YouTube videos, because that seems to spark so much backlash. Mm. And I would love to talk about why, why that is and mm -hmm. how you handle that as an introvert with anxiety. I mean, <laughs> they're rough. They're rough sometimes. <laughs> I know we like block, we've talked about this, like we block people and like, but this yeah. topic for some reason, it just sets people off like no other. Yeah, that's very true. I, I feel like though it is much better on YouTube than it is on TikTok, for example. Um, I I recently posted, for example, a random TikTok where it was like, it was basically about one person because I actually had a person uh, comment on, I think it was an Instagram post or something, um, who said that I can't practice Norse paganism because I'm non-binary, which is ridiculous. Like that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> Isn't that like a staple of the Norse pagan pantheon? Like, yeah, I mean, there's so many shapeshifters, and I mean, we have Loki, who is a mother. I was say Loki. Um, mm, I mean, you you can argue, like you can argue about, like some people like to say that they they see Loki as non-binary or gender fluid or something. You can argue about that, like uh, the the sources don't say anything about it, of course. Um, but still, like, there's not a single line in any of the sources that says anything about you can't practice Norse paganism if you're X, Y, or Z. So it doesn't make sense to kind of try to make up these rules. And um, it was crazy to see how many comments there even were. <laughs> funnily, funnily, there were even comments under, under this TikTok where people were like, yeah, you can't practice Norse paganism because you're from the US. And I'm like, huh <laughs> so i'm from the u.s apparently now um i don't know where that came from i mean i i i actually find it pretty funny when i get comments like that because i'm actually from like i was born and raised and i lived 18 years of my life on the border to denmark in a place of germany where there were viking villages south from where i live <laughs> so Nobody can tell me that I can't be a Norse pagan because of anything. Like, <laughs> that's wow. just stupid. But you will get a lot of comments like that, like a lot of xenophobia uh, with, with like people from the US who want to practice Norse paganism for some reason, which I also don't get. 
Um, and <laughs> I probably made the mistake uh, to film a video on uh, racism and gatekeeping in the Norse pagan community, because there is a lot. Uh, there are unfortunately still a lot of racists who feel like you have to be Northern European or, or especially Scandinavian to uh, practice Norse paganism. Or for some reason, they will just say you can't be black and practice Norse paganism, which also doesn't make sense. Um, and that video actually got so many racist hate comments that I had to turn off the comments completely under that video. I remember you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now I, uh, I only see the racists uh, rage under that video because this video has so many thumbs down. <laughs> of course. I don't it's just this topic and I, I find that too anytime I post anything about Norse paganism or have a guest on that talks about Norse paganism it's it's both directions it's people that are like extremely racist and gatekeeping and then there's like completely the other way that are like your guest that you have on is not racist enough I'm like are you are you kidding me I don't have any racist against guests and they're what? like they're like no no they're they're totally wrong and um, everything yeah. that, that they said about this community being open is wrong and it's not open at all and this, this person is just not racist and I'm like oh oh and I think um, I mean is it is it the symbolism and you know the Nazis taking some of the Norse symbolism and uh, appropriating that or what I don't know what it is about Norse paganism that gets people so riled I feel like nowadays uh, I oh Oh, I don't know if that's kind of heated, but I feel like, yes, for some reason, it might be blatant racism, why they say, like, I don't know, Black people can't practice it or whatever. I feel like for a lot of people, it might also just be fear of the religion being appropriated. Like, for some reason, through, through like, the, the Marvel movies and comics and stuff, a lot of people find Norse paganism through that. And I feel like a lot of people are just afraid that people won't do their proper research and then will like regurgitate misinformation online, especially on TikTok, which yes, it does happen, but that's not a reason to try to close a religion that wasn't ever closed to begin with. Like it's a reconstructed religion. You can't close that. Like there's, there's no rules anywhere um, that say that it's closed or that only a specific group of people can practice it. So, and I, I don't think that that's the only religion that that happens to either. I think people spread yeah. misinformation about everything. So I just, I don't understand why this topic gets like so heated, but I do remember um, your video on that getting so many views and comments and just people get so angry about it. And to yeah. me, for all of the Norse pagans I know that are practicing, I feel like it's one of the most open, like you guys are very welcoming to yeah new members, anybody who really practices and enjoys it and works with deities, I feel like every single one of you is like, yes, come on over. These deities are awesome. This practice that I have is great. Rooms are great. Like they want you to like learn and, and teach everybody else. I just, I don't understand why. Yeah, I, I feel like also, I feel like also uh, maybe we are just more outspoken about it than other people and other practices simply because we have such a big racism problem in the community so we kind of all have to raise our voices to kind of counteract this image that we're all racists 
sad but true it's it's just frustrating that you have to do that (laughs) yeah but i mean it's it's so worth the hate comments like i i that's it's kind of sad that i had to turn off the comments under this one video because there were also a lot of people commenting under that video like thank you for making this video because i never felt I never felt like I was allowed to practice this and now I feel like I can now I feel welcome so it was kind of sad that I had to turn off the comments but I still get comments like that under other videos or under TikToks so I'm very 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 happy about that like even if I just help a single person feel more welcome in the community that's it's worth it and I think you do a good job of that because I love your videos and I love every time that you're teaching about anything Norse paganism related. I mean, I love watching everything about your daily life and your routines. I love when you post that, but I also love your informational ones where you're like posting about runes and things. I'm like, I always learn something from you. So I think it's really great that you Thank you. can put that information out there. What made you decide to start a YouTube channel? It was actually not really me who decided to do it <laughs> uh, because uh, it was ki- like, it was kind of Odin who decided that. Like I, I work with Odin. Like Odin has been the first deity that I ever really properly worked with, and uh, he likes to push you into challenging situations. And he was actually the one who pushed me into kind of speaking out and and sharing knowledge and sharing wisdom and speaking my truth, and uh, that just translated best. To, to like a YouTube video, uh, to, to a YouTube channel or, channel or something like that. Um, so that is why I initially started it, but I'm so, so happy that I did. Like I've met so many great people through uh, my online, uh, my online presence. Oh, that's great. That's a fun story. I was hoping you were going to say cats, your cats pushed you into making the YouTube <laughs> and be like, yes. <laughs> Uh, they are, push, push themselves into my videos <laughs> they, are, they are my favorite part <laughs> I have a huge soft spot for animals so I'm like yes give me all of the furry creatures <laughs> what is your favorite topic or type of video to make because you do make quite a few and you talk about a lot of you know great fun different things but which one is your particular favorite even if it doesn't get the most views we all know how that is <laughs> That is, oh, that's so hard because I I really like just making chatty videos where I give like my opinion on things. Uh, I have quite a lot of them on my channel (laughs) now. Um, But yeah, I, I feel like it depends on my energy level because when I have quite the low energy level and not a lot of time, I think those are my favorite videos to make because they are both kind of rewarding but also not too time consuming to make Um, because videos where you're sharing a lot of knowledge of course you have to do a lot of research beforehand so that you can make sure to not spread any misinformation Um, but those are of course the most rewarding videos to make but they need a lot of time so (laughs) very very true I know how that is yeah but I really really like making making my videos about the Norse gods but yeah finding the time to do all the research is uh, quite challenging. (laughs) Speaking of the research that goes into that, do you have any recommendations of resources, you know, besides your YouTube channel, of course, which everyone I will have linked in the description at whichwednesdays.com and all the places Mm -hmm. so you can find that. Um, But other than that, do you have any 
recommendations for books or YouTube channels or other podcasts or anything where people can go to learn about Norse paganism if it is like their first time or just intro into any sort of witchcraft in general? Do you have any favorite books? Um, I think... Uh... I think my favorite intro when it comes to Norse mythology would probably be the book Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman because you can read all of or a lot of the stories uh, from, from the myths but in a more lighthearted way. Getting right into the Eddas and the sagas is pretty challenging um, because most of the translations are pretty old. I mean... Jackson Crawford translated, uh, I think, one of the Eddas, um, like a few years back, I think. But I, I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten the book yet, so I don't know how that translation is. But at least the translations of the Eddas that I know are quite hard to read. Uh, so that's why I really like Norse mythology by, by Neil Gaiman because it's just, it's just like any other book you could read, any other fiction book. Um, so that's. I really like that. Uh, if you are aware that he invents some stuff, like he he fills in some gaps with his own imagination. Um, <laughs> so you should probably be aware of that and not take like take probably take the stories in there with a bit of a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> apart from that, I as a as a like proper introduction book about the the practice itself, I really like The Way of Fire and Ice by Ryan Smith because it's um, especially about how to practice inclusive paganism. So there's also things about uh, racism and stuff in there and uh, what you should be aware of and what you should stay away from. Uh, so that's a book that I, that I really, really liked, um, especially because it's quite challenging to find authors that are not problematic, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> uh, because for example, uh, some, some authors like Idre Thorson, you just should stay away from. Uh, don't don't give him your money. Uh, you will find a lot of his books, but please don't give him your money. Uh, he doesn't deserve it. Um, when it comes to YouTube channels, ex like extremely beginner-friendly YouTube channels will be a bit challenging, I feel like. Uh, but the two that I watch the most and that I, that I personally enjoy most are Ocean Keltoy and Arif Haga, uh, because they they are both extremely like research focused so uh, you can be quite sure that uh, when they put a video out on a topic that that is well researched and you, that you can rely on that information they won't just spread something that I, that they haven't researched um, and I actually really really like the the heathen weirdos podcast that is I think a year old or something it's quite new still um, and it's also very very inclusive so that's what I really like, because <laughs> of course the Norse paganism community is very um, male heavy. <laughs> so uh, having a podcast that's uh, uh, led by uh, two women and one non-binary person is cool. That's something different. <laughs> that is that is true and interesting. I have noticed that, that the Norse community is heavily male, but witchcraft tends to lean female. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot. That's a very interesting <laughs> dynamic there that it happened that way. I wonder why that yeah. Maybe it's the appeal of the Pantheon. The Norse Pantheon is a lot of fun. Guys especially are, are very into that. Yeah, it's probably the whole the whole uh, Viking image that just appeals to, to male, uh, or at least male presenting people more than 
more than female presenting people. That's a good point. The Vikings are, I do, I do love it. It is interesting to me. I've have, I've am overwhelmed <laughs> by it. I think that's why I've never gone too far down the Norse paganism path. I did take a ancestry DNA test just for fun. And mm -hmm. I am Italian, German, and which I knew. And then weird was 25% Norwegian. No oh, idea. Wow. And it came out of nowhere. I was like, that's oh, a okay. lot. <laughs> Uh, I thought I was all Italian and German, but nope, nope, that Norwegian snuck in there 25%. I was like, okay, well, new information. So that yeah, was <laughs> especially that it's that, that much, like that's really cool. Yeah, I had I had no idea. <laughs> it's very interesting to, to find that out. <laughs> yeah, ancestry, like DNA tests are interesting and confusing. I took two with two different uh, companies and they were kind of vastly different. <laughs> oh, that's really weird. I've only done one. <laughs> I didn't know they could be different. <laughs> I remember one of them said I'm like 40% like British and like I think it was like Scottish, Welsh and Irish and the other test said 0% and I was like what? How? I had no idea that they would be different. Oh that's really weird. Yeah. Huh. I wonder why. Well something else I wanted to ask you is do you have any advice that you could offer somebody looking to grow their practice this year? I mean, it doesn't have to be Norse related. It could be anything related mm -hmm. to witchcraft, paganism, any advice that you have um, for somebody that's looking to sort of strengthen and deepen their practice this year? Mm -hmm. um, I would definitely say like that's, I think that is also one thing that I always tell beginners because it has helped me a lot is to kind of figure out your, your psychic strengths very early on because a lot of the spells and stuff that you will see are very heavily uh, like sight oriented, like visualizing and stuff and seeing things. And if that is not your strength, like for example, it's not my strength, uh, then knowing what your strength is, for example, if you're good at like feeling energies, for example, then try to adapt the spells to your strength because it will make it much more powerful and it will work much better and it won't feel that weird <laughs> that is such great advice I don't think that is something that anyone has ever shared on this podcast before when I Yay! ask what the advice <laughs> is um I don't think that's come up before I have like mentioned that in passing that not everybody is great at visualization but even I don't think I've ever said you should find what you are are great at what what is your strength what did you figure out if you're not great at visualization uh I am great at feeling energies that's yours that is, that's definitely mine. Like I can visualize, but it's definitely not, not my strength. It's more, yeah. Uh, feeling, feeling definitely. So like where, when someone would want to charge an object with an intention first for something, and they would like visualize the, the energy being pushed into the object, I would feel it. Like I would feel the energy. I would raise it in my body, feel it. And then like, transfer through my arm through my hand into the object and that works much better and unfortunately it has taken me like four years or something to figure that out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if if uh beginners can uh figure that out earlier then uh that will help them that's a great advice because i do feel like a lot of you know spells and things that you see are geared towards visualization and i understand why I, i'm decent at visualization myself but it's not my chosen medium either but I do feel that way when I see a lot of things online um 
I don't, I don't have TikTok, but I have seen TikToks like that people <laughs> haven't sent me and they are heavy in that way as well. And then so is YouTube. It's just the popular way to do things. And I think yeah. um, when things are, spells are written in books too, it always says visualize this. And that's not always easy for a lot of people because we do not all work the same. And a lot of the times it's also like beginners want to like be able to see auras or see spirits or see this or see that, but you don't have to see everything. You can also feel things. Like you can, you can feel someone's energy and you can feel if there are spirits around. So you don't have to do everything by seeing. I think that is, that's just something in the way that we are raised, that we are taught. Like, if you can't see it, you shouldn't believe it. And we sort of just, you know, tell kids to forget about all of the other things. Um, I had- also, you probably, it's it's probably also related to people struggling with trusting their own intuition, because I feel like feeling things is much more intuitive. It is. I don't know. <laughs> it is. There's a lot more trusting yourself, um, even though our eyes can lie to us just as much as any other sense. Um, oh, people yeah. don't like to believe that, but that's true. Um, but I think it's just people are more willing to trust their eyes rather than anything else. So it takes time to develop a trust in yourself and your intuition and relying on your other senses. Feeling is a, is a tough one for me. I admit that. <laughs> I have never excelled at that. I try though. I, Cause I do know, like, um, I have a brownie in our house. I, I never see it. I'm never going to see it. I just, that's just not in my skill set. I know sometimes people do, or like see it out of the corner of their eyes. Mine, it's just like all feeling or like evidence left afterwards mm. um, but I have to like trust my feelings on that one because it's not something that you see yeah and sometimes it's just hard to trust yourself with things oh very very difficult I think we're all conditioned to not do that either so I think be, uh, witchcraft practice is a lot of breaking down those inherited traits and things that we learned about ourselves and we have to unlearn all of them oh yeah so it is a it's a lifelong practice it's not always easy (laughs) it would be boring if it was easy that's true maybe that's why we all we all find it and we sort of like fall down this path we're looking for something a little more challenging Mm. (laughs) well I think that is all of my questions today do you have any else anything last things that you want to share that we didn't get to (laughs) uh let me quickly think I mean, we, we talked about like that, that would have been one, one more advice thing for me was to uh, definitely train your intuition, but we already got into that <laughs> by ourselves. So do you have any advice for, for training? Do you have any tips that worked for you? I fortunately never had a problem with trusting my own intuition, but a game that I really like to play is to just go into for example a crystal shop for me that just works really well and to kind of uh try to let my intuition pull me to whatever crystal I feel like I need um I feel like that's that's kind of a a a nice game to play um but yeah I personally never really had to train it that much so unfortunately I don't I don't have any like proper exercises or anything (laughs) I like, I like that game. That's something I recommend to people too, because then at the end of the day, you come home with a pretty crystal. So I, I mean, it's a win all around. It's a, it's a reward. <laughs> exactly. And it's usually exactly the crystals that you need. Like, I, I feel like 
selecting crystals, uh, you, you cannot do anything better than trusting your intuition with crystals because your intuition will guide you towards the energy source that you need in that moment. I find that very true as well. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your advice and expertise. And I appreciate you taking the time. I know we covered a lot of topics today. (laughs) So listeners, I'm going to have everything linked in the show notes, everything that we talked about, all the books that were recommended, everything that I can think of. Um, I know we covered a lot of stuff, but um, absolutely recommend going to check out um, the YouTube channels, the videos that we recommended. There is just, there is so much on your channel to to (laughs) check out so much great information. If you are interested in Norse paganism at all, like I mentioned, there's runes videos, the deity videos, really everything you have related to great beginner information for diving down this path. So highly recommend. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so, so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. Listeners, that is everything that I have for you this week. I will see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.